So how do we unmess the lives of our own beneficiaries? Is we also try to show them who what their value is. Mm-hmm. And it's a very big concept. It's a very hard concept. So we had we found four steps. Hi, my name is Patch Dulay. I am the founder and CEO of the SparkProject.com, the Philippines' only crowdfunding website and community for creative, conscious enterprises. And welcome to Spark Conversations. It's a show for entrepreneurs who see entrepreneurship differently. It's for creative and conscious individuals who are driven to find a way to make money while doing good. It's also for people who have chosen the path of purpose and the life's work that creates sustainable and meaningful impact in the world. It's also for supporters of local talent and conscious consumers who believe that collectively our mindful choices can make a big difference. So here at Spark Conversations, we pick the brains of social entrepreneurs, creators, innovators, and startup founders as they share about their life work and what sparks them. So for our conversation this afternoon, we want to talk about unmessing. Now that we're stuck at home during this quarantine, we find ourselves accumulating and even unearthing so much clutter, dirt, and mess. Not only in our homes, but also within ourselves and even our businesses. And our guest for this afternoon is the perfect person to talk about cleaning messy things. We have with us Maan Sikam. She's a social entrepreneur, a friend of the Spark Project, and the co-founder of Happy Helpers. So if you think about, if we think that our episode this afternoon is just about cleaning your home, you are mistaken. That's just scratching the surface. So tune in as we talk about other messy stuff and cleaning stuff. So let me bring in our guest for this afternoon, Maan. Let's all welcome her here. Hi, Maan. Hi, Patch. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Good. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Spark Conversation. So nice to have you here. So how have you been? How have you been? And uh, how are you coping during this lockdown? Um, well, we've been well, so I'm, well, okay, we've been well, um, I'm at home, uh, stuck, uh, I'm stuck at home like you, but uh, the difference is I have four kids at home, uh, I have four kids here plus my husband, so during the day we're all separately uh, locked up in our own rooms as my children still have school, so they're doing their sk- uh, schools online. But at least we get to uh, still see each other during lunch, and I guess that's that's the advantage of being um, in the house, no? Uh, hindi dinner lang. At least we get to see each other breakfast, lunch, and dinner. No? So my kids are still busy. They're finishing their school by uh, this week and next. So okay. we're so after this week and next, I ask me again how I am. <laughs> no, no, no cabin fever. Wala pa naman, wala pa naman. Actually, I was able to go out last week for the first time to do grocery. So I borrowed my husband's um, quarantine pass and went to my happy place. I went to the grocery. <laughs> grocery. Yeah. <laughs> So the reason, one of the, actually the reason why I wanted to invite you to Spark Conversation is because, you know, the topic of the day is about unmessing things. And I think that you're really the perfect person to do that, especially with what you do with Happy Helpers. 
So for the benefit of everybody tuning in right now who's not familiar with Happy Helpers, can you tell us more about Happy Helpers and why you decided to spark it? Okay. So Happy Helpers is uh, a professional home cleaning social enterprise. We started the business, my partner and I started the business um, five years ago. Uh, in two, well, the ideation itself started in 2014 when I came back from living abroad for six years. So for six years, um, I was a full-time mom, uh, a full-time wife, a full-time driver, full-time cook, full-time everything. So we lived in um, London for four years and then two years in Brazil. So when I came back in 2014... I, feel, I felt like I wanted to bring that expat life home, no, not having anyone, um, not having anyone else in the house because my children were growing up to be more independent, and I wanted to to maintain that. So I was looking for a company that could give me, whether it was an individual or a company that could give us uh, part time help, meaning punta lang sa bahay maybe once or twice a week to help the with the chores around the house. But I couldn't find what I was looking for. So that's where the idea came from. If, if I couldn't find it, might as well start, you know, start my own, start one. <laughs> How was the process like? Was it difficult to uh, start it at the beginning? Or, you know, was it easy for you to put things together and start Happy Helpers? Um... I can I would say both. No, it was easy and difficult. It was easy because I found that when I was, you know, you, you know me, Patch. I like talking to people. Madaldala ko in short, right? So I talked to my friends about it, and I talked to different people about it, and everybody liked the idea. So that gave me a lot of encouragement. Not okay, you know, not doing any market research or business plan or numbers about it. The fact that there were a lot of people interested in the concept really gave me that push or the the motivation to to start the company. Parang hindi nawala yung yung spark in me mm -hmm. to start it because I, I, I really hear a lot of, of, of words of encouragement. But it was difficult at the same time because I did not because it was such a new concept, I couldn't figure out what type of business model or what type of or ways to go about it. Parang, there were a lot of um, trial and error on my end uh, because it's just really, really hard to start the, a business here in, in mm -hmm. the Philippines. But then again, I felt along the way that if what you're doing is something that is good, then things will fall to your you know, fall into place and go fall into place or go your way. Because I kept talking to the right people. Parang mm -hmm. when I ask for help, all of a sudden someone actually has the answer for me. So when we started pitching the idea to different uh, people in by the end of 2014. Um, a certain group of ladies uh, encouraged me to just say, uh, they, they just told me to start it. What's stopping you? Just start yeah. it. Go for it. I mean, you don't have to be a big company overnight. So mm -hmm. you just do it. So parang, mm -hmm. nga, no? parang yeah. it was hard not 
to start the business uh, when you receive such words of of encouragement. And, and and you consider or you are a social enterprise. So from the very beginning, was that already the intention when you were thinking of um, setting up a cleaning company? No, no. In fact, I didn't. Since I just came back, uh, I, I was away for six years and I just came back. The concept of social enterprise, I totally missed it. Like I was not here when it was it was born or it was growing in the Philippines because I think it started in 2007 or 8 when uh, mm-hmm. Brad Stritches, Messi Desi, all those companies started. Yeah. I wasn't living, I, I wasn't here in the country. So the, 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 the concept of social enterprise was very alien to me. Now, in my mind, if you start a social enterprise, then it means you're a charity or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to make, money out of it and i didn't want that i wanted the business i wanted wow. to to make money but how did you get into that how did they get entrepreneurship how were you exposed well <laughs> i guess it's also because of the friends i was surrounded with uh one of our partners meme mendoza uh has been working with uh, social enterprises for the last um, 15 years already. But when we, we started the company, she was one of the first people who really encouraged me to to start the business. And then she was the one who showed me, parang, you know you can make it into a social enterprise. So Meme then introduced me to a, you know, a very nice group of ladies. Um, they were uh, Their group is called G-Economics. So they're like the livelihood um, arm of Gawad Kalinga. Mm-hmm. And these ladies were the one who told me, um, when you help people, you can become a social enterprise. So it's just from, you know, those words of encouragement as well made me realize na, why not? Bakit nga hindi? Diba? Bakit nga hindi? Why not turn the business into a social enterprise? And I guess when we started and we saw how we can help our community and our beneficiaries, It was really then hard to look away and say, no, nope, I don't want to do that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. I guess it made you realize, na, oh, pwede pala ako magkaroon ng business and help people at yeah. the same time. So it was hard to veer away mm-hmm. from that. Yeah, so speaking of helping people, uh, when we talk about social enterprise, it talks about, we talk we talk about Uh, beneficiaries and communities that your enterprise also engage with as partners. So for Happy Helpers, what or who do you consider your community or what makes it social? Okay, so the 90% of our beneficiaries right now are actually mothers. Um, it Again, it wasn't intentional at the beginning meaning we were just thinking of providing livelihood for those uh, people who were looking to augment their income no because we all know that the minimum wage here in metro manila is not sufficient for the living expenses in in metro manila so what we what we were offering the community is a way to augment their income so over the years over the last five years We realized as well na mas nakaka-relate kami personally on a personal level, and the business model that we have been able to set up 
relates more to mothers because they, with happy helpers, they can earn significant income and yet still have time for their family, which is something uh, that is precious to them. As mothers, they still have responsibilities for their homes. Uh, they have responsibilities for their children, which is actually the hurdle getting that income, getting that extra mm -hmm. income. Because you have to balance your time. With most job opportunities, uh, here in Metro Manila, it's you. You have to choose it. Either you work, or you take care of your household. So with Happy okay. Helpers, we provide that flexibility for them. We, if you can work when you have time, and you don't need to work when you don't have time. Mm -hmm. I think that's the priceless part of the mm -hmm. benefit that we're giving them. So in a way, like you designed, you designed your social enterprise in such a way that it fits the the needs and the lifestyle of, of mothers in uh in margin uh, depressed communities urban so, poor uh, communities or, yes urban, urban poor communities yes yes right. for example in our current uh setup so the community where we we are in is in Taguig which is very close to BGC Makati Pasig so it enables them to have a job na malapit lang din sa kanila. They don't have to travel hours uh, to get to their job. And they can get home immediately as well. So our working hours is only just five hours a day. So they're home in time before their kids actually come home from school. So it, it, it still gives them the flexibility. Yes, yes, yes. It fits. They can, they can still be a mother and like take care of household related uh, things at the same time uh, earn a living or help in augment the expenses it, of the household. Yes, 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 yes. Kasi yung napansin din namin, most of the things that they don't have a budget for would be uh, school. Yung, mm -hmm. oh, they call it, <laughs> when we, when we had, this is just funny because when we were starting, we would always ask them, so where do you use your money? We wanted to know how they were spending the, the money that they were earning. And it, the answer would always be, pang project po. So I, it's just the concept uh -huh. of, anong ibig sabihin on? We just couldn't understand what pang project po means. Mm -hmm. But it's because they don't have their own computers, so they have to rent computer time. They have yung mga, it, those little things add up, renting computer time, extra bond paper, you know, right. things that they need to bring for school. Those things add up. And really, they don't have a budget from that from their husbands. Eh. So yeah. parang, that's, that's, that's the first one. The second one would be when somebody gets sick. When somebody gets sick, you need, you know, you need to go to the doctor, you need medicine. And wala, there's no savings for that. Normally, they would, utang na sila. Because those are things that they they just don't really have a budget for. And when I was looking through um, your profile and Happy Helpers profile, I see that in your describing Happy Helpers, you talk about unmessing people's lives. <laughs> right? So what do you mean by that? Okay. So we, we just talked about our beneficiaries. Now we go talk about our clients or our customers. When we, when we were starting... When Joe and I, my partner, my partner's name is Joe, Joe and Daya. Uh, when we were starting the business, um, you know, five years ago, early 2015, syempre kaming dalawa lang. We literally 
were in her house in her garage. That was in, that was our office. Para akala mo Silicon Valley, but we were literally in her garage. Uh, all our equipment was there, and we didn't hire. You know, we we were testing out the business, so we didn't hire anyone. And we were the ones who personally would answer all our clients' inquiries, uh, get the calls and everything. And from when we started up to now. We realized that when we when our clients call us, especially the first time clients, they don't just want to talk about the house that needs to be cleaned, but they need to, there is like for them there is a need to explain why. Why mm-hmm. do I need to have this house? Not because they're justifying the the service why or why oh, <laughs> why it's, why it's not about <laughs> no, but it's I, I realize it's not about. Uh, explaining why it's messy, but it they want to be understood. I think that's one thing that they need. It's not just about please help me clean my house, but it's please help me because so and so and so. Like they want us to understand what they're going through, and most of the time we do because uh, both Joe and I are mothers. We both live a we both lived abroad, so we know how it is to manage our own house to we know how it is how to clean our own homes how to manage children and husbands and the house and the groceries and the bills all at the same time so when our clients talk to us nakaka-relate kami or naiintindihan namin yung problema nila so we realized we're not just cleaning their house but we're helping them unmess or untangle the mess in their heads as well na, you know, I have a problem with this because I don't have time to do this um, my kids have allergies how do I prevent that so we are able to provide help in other aspects not just the physical cleaning of, of, of their homes as well parang, mm-hmm. ah, okay thank you for relieving me of at least that certain part of the problems that I have we, we you mentioned about uh, cleaning and how a while ago before we went live we were talking about how surrounding your surroundings really affect your headspace and how it affects mm-hmm. how you operate um how has that how has um happy helpers siguro help in terms of um uh, helping your clients organize their thoughts or like has that been some of the parang benefits? But yeah, about, definitely. You know, parang engaging with them. Um, what things have you? I guess share with us some anecdotes of mm-hmm. your clients. Parang uh, happy, happy clients uh, because of your service. You were able to not just unmask their surroundings, but really also unmask like bigger thing and um like things beyond just like what's around them or in their space. So I can state uh, two examples. One example is a literal uncluttering. No? So we mm-hmm. had a client who had a collection of shoes, but mm-hmm. all of his shoes were just in boxes and the boxes are still just cluttered in one area of, of his home. So when we came in, we can't just leave those boxes lying around in his storage. So we had to clean the space and organize it. So in that case, he was so happy. You know, nakita niya, ah, okay, that's one way. Kasi he's a collector, eh, but he doesn't know how to organize 
all of his shoe collection. So that's one way we were able to help him at least sort out all the uh, all the collections that we have. So that's one um, physical example, but one uh, also nice example. And we've had several clients like this as well. Are those um, young professionals who who would like to take care of their own parents. So we had this client who is actually based in Singapore. So she's moved out of her home. She's based in Singapore. She saw us online no, and was talking to us through email and um, text messages because she wanted us to take care of her parents. Because her parents were already old and they were living by themselves. And of course, they, she's, because she's not there to help them clean up their space or do other chores around the house. Then she called us and explained everything. Can you do this for us? Can you help mm-hmm. us? You know, she, she also had to explain my mom is sick, um, so she can't do this, so she's allergic to this and that. So we were able to help her or ease her mind that, you know, someone's taking care of your parents while you're in Singapore. Someone's mm-hmm. taking care of them. Someone's looking out for them while you're in you know, you're giving them some. You're giving them peace of mind that you know we're taking yes, care. Yes, exactly. Of like making sure that the the houses of your parents are clean. Exactly, uh, exactly. Um, so we talk about unnessing. We're unnessing uh, the lives of your clients. But how about um, your mothers or the nannies that are part of your community? Does happy helpers also, uh, you know, help in unnessing? their lives, of course, being a social enterprise. How does that play out in terms of how the unmessing mission of Happy Helpers translate to the mothers? So our company's mission for these mothers is really to help them see the better, a better version of themselves. And what does that mean? Over the years, we've realized that uh, and I can personally relate to this as I have experienced this before. Um, once you start, uh, when, once you have children, you stop dreaming for yourself. So mm-hmm. I was a full-time mom. I did not have a career. I did not have uh, work. Um, when, when I had, when we were living abroad, it made me question what, what was that whole education for? What, what, what did I, you know, what did that sit, uh, four years of university, what was the four years of university for if I'm just going to cook, clean, and uh, take care of my, my, my children? So it made me question my whole self-esteem, my whole being, kumbaga. Parang, ha, ito na lang, ito na lang bagagawin ko. But that's the thing, that became the stigma in our society na housewife ka lang, you know, mm-hmm. you, We've equated our self-esteem with the value of money that we are putting in our pockets. Since we, since mothers don't earn anything with the work that they do, then they don't have value. They don't see their own value. And when we started in this company, I saw myself in these women. Na pag nung nagsisimula kami, ni-interview namin sila, so anong pangarap mo? Ay, yung pangarap ko po yung makatapos po yung mga anak ko. Yung pangarap ko po, yung anak ko ay ganito. So, all their dreams are for their children. Wala silang pangarap para sa salili na. And then you ask them why. 
And the answer would always be, kasi matanda na po ako. So, 30 years old pa lang yung kausap ko. Sinasabi na niya na matanda na siya. I was deeply offended. <laughs> I, was, I was 35 at that time. So, I was deeply offended na sinabi niya matanda na siya. So, but it's just, it, for me, it's it's quite sad to hear that. To, to hear a 30-year-old say, matanda na ako and therefore ang pangarap ko para sa mga anak ko na lang. And then you also have stories of their own self-esteem being um, valued or ang value ng self-esteem nila ay kung ano yung sinabi ng nanay nila or sinabi ng kanilang neighbor. Mm-hmm. No? So it's it's quite hard. They don't even understand themselves and they don't appreciate themselves. So how do we unmess the lives of our own beneficiaries? We also try to show them who what their value is. Mm-hmm. And it's a very big concept. It's a very hard concept. So we had we found four steps. No, I think okay. I mentioned this to you before in our school. <laughs> before. Um, Go ahead, we formulated the four steps on on and this we really um do in our trainings uh yes. because we try to as much as possible make our trainings holistic one the first step is to really clear the negativity when you live in a community where the norm is chismisan awayan uh, or gutom and violence there's a lot of negativity in their surroundings so they their outlook on life is very negative. So we do exercises on clearing negativity. So we do meditations. Uh, my partner is a yoga teacher, so that really helps. So we do yoga exercises when we do our monthly trainings and even their daily um, exercises. So very important, clearing the negativity. Next is filling them with positivity. And then next is um, showing them how to dream. Mm-hmm. To dream for themselves, yeah, yeah. to appreciate themselves, to give gratitude to themselves. And that, in a way, would you know uplift their own self-esteem. And the fourth step would be guiding them to plan. Kasi ito na nga, may pangarap na sila para sa sarili nila, pero hindi nila alam kung ano step one. We need to still guide them. Ano ba yung first step? No? Mm-hmm. Because we always tell them, ah, bakit ito mga mahirap, hindi nag-iipon? Because it's not common sense for them. So we have to tell them why. We have to make them understand why you need to save money, why you can't splurge when you get, you know, income. So everything needs to be explained, kumbaga. Yeah. And guide them no, through the process. Yeah, yeah. Um, Guiding them in that process. Kasi hindi malinaw sa kanila yon. Mm-hmm. Hindi siya automatic for yeah. them. And even us, we don't, yeah. you know, we don't know how to plan our own lives. Right. So, right. let alone them who've never had to dream for themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we've been talking about unnecessary, unnecessary now a uh, whole time. But another thing that uh, a lot of people don't know about your company or about your Um, mission statement. It's not just unmessing people's lives, but delivering happiness. That's why yes. it's happy helpers. So can you tell us more about what you mean by delivering happiness or why is happiness um, so integral to your business? Well, even the name Happy Helpers, yeah. I think we, we, we thought about it because you can't do this Or you can't do something if you're not happy about it. I think I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it's really just that very basic. In fact, 
in our values, number one is um, positibong disposition or positive disposition. That's our number one um, company value. And it's, you need to be happy in order to make someone happy. No? So when we enter our, our, our clients' homes, no matter how clean the place is, like after the job, no matter how clean the place is, if the disposition or the attitude of the happy helper that came in is masungit or uh, nakakunot yung noo or hindi nagsasalita or pabalang yung, how do you say that? Mm-hmm. Pabalang sumagot. How do you say that in English? Mm-hmm. Basta yung hindi maayos ang pagsagot. Definitely, most definitely, will get a negative review. Okay. The client will not be satisfied. She will nitpick or our okay. client will nitpick on something just because the attitude of the happy helper is not positive, is not yeah. happy. Yeah. So parang doon ka kailangan magsimula eh. And that also means we can't force anyone to do this job. Meaning kung masama sa loob mong maglinis, kung masama sa loob mo gawin itong trabaho ito, if you're not happy doing it, we don't want you to do it. Mm-hmm. No? Parang because spreading positivity also helps others. No? That's mm-hmm. how we help our clients. So, you know, when we enter the homes, we say, Happy morning! That, yun yung unang-unang greeting palagi namin, happy morning. Kasi when you say it, it becomes true, diba? It becomes the yeah. the whole disposition of everything. So we're unmasking people's lives delivered with happiness because we love what we do. We actually like what we do. We actually like cleaning as a hobby, mm-hmm. as a pastime. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> so we can learn a lot of cleaning tips from you as well. Yeah, actually, if you want to learn, and this is serious, my partner Joe and Daya had a live webinar with uh, Scotch Bright last week. So uh-huh. it's on Scotch Bright's Facebook page. We shared a lot of cleaning tips uh, on how Happy Helpers does uh, cleaning. Actually, it's on Scotch Bright's uh, Facebook page. Yeah, they, I think they yeah, did that last yeah, week. I think we should do more of that. Especially now that everybody is stuck in their homes, like me, I was telling, I was sharing with you a while ago. Like I was, because of the quarantine, I'm stuck in my condo and I can't stand. It, it came to point that I couldn't stand my floor that I had to scrub it myself. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. It would, it would, um, I would ask, let's say, happy helpers to go and come uh, clean, but because of the quarantine, right? Um, yeah, it's it's impossible to have people come over, but I can't stand my like my surroundings. But I really had to do it, and I need more tips on cleaning. Yeah, yeah, well, clean the bathroom and all those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I mean, if you want me to share a few tips now, I can okay. tell sure. you. Like, uh, sure, uh, yeah, if you have like top three tips, like anyone I, here listening right now or watching now can can do. Okay, the first. Number one tip that we always tell everyone is one is clean as you go. No, so when you let's say when you're cooking or when, even after taking a shower, clean as you go. Meaning, for example, and this one is a big problem in the bathroom. You know how um, molds build up on your tile grout, or you have yes. water stains on your shower. One way to keep your shower clean is to dry it after you shower. Just a few wipes. So always uh-huh. have a dry towel, uh, dry towel or dry basahan 
mm-hmm. in your bathroom after you shower just quickly wipe down the the tiles or your glass uh, to prevent those water stains mm-hmm. um from my experience when we were living abroad i tried those um meron kasing parang you spray on the wall to prevent that water stain it yes. doesn't really help that much it does but okay. not that much drying is still the most effective way to prevent mold and mildew uh, build up in your bathroom. The same goes for your kitchen after cooking. You no, know, don't let your dishes pile up or don't let you know uh, those. Uh, when you're you know like when you're chopping vegetables, you put you know things in one place or another. You just when you're done with a particular task, clean up. You know, always clean up, put aside, put in the sink. So it's easy. So things don't pile up and things don't accumulate to the point where hindi ko na kaya. To the point where you have to be on the, on the so ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, letting, letting the dishes pile up. <laughs> uh, okay lang naman as long as they're organized there. Or when you do have your dishes piled up, make sure they're um, soaked in water. Okay. Para hindi siya... Uh, mag-dry yeah. up at mas mahirap oh. i-scrub. That's once. Yeah. And the second tip that I can give is always have a place for everything. No, my, when okay. when we were living in our own, my husband, that, that, I think that's the, my husband is more OC than I am. So the one of the biggest um, lessons for me when we were living abroad, it was my first time, no, na parang wala kami helper, so ako lang. Because my husband was always telling me, have a place for everything. That, that's why you're having a hard time. Have a place for everything. So always have a place for your keys, for your wallet. Have a place for your bills. Like, you know, when you get your paper bills, you put them in one corner, in, a, in another corner next. So always have a place for everything. So that one, it's easy for you to find things. And yeah. second, things don't pile up. No, Things yeah. don't pile up. So when, like, for example, with paper... Uh, when you have an accumulation of paper, don't just put them in one pile. And then all of a sudden, this pile, you know, will, will definitely build up. When you have to throw something, just throw it right away. When you know it's not something that you need to file later on, tapon mo na. No? Mm-hmm. The trash can is also a place <laughs> where you uh-huh. can put things so that they yeah. don't uh, pile up already. I actually practice that, yung putting, having, having a place for everything, or at least at least for me, like I have a place for at least almost everything in my house so that when I try to look for it, it's easy for me to find it. And then I use something, I put it back there. And then what, yes, one good exactly. thing then what this whole lockdown has helped me with is uh, cleaning up. So there are a lot of papers from, you know, uh, bills and other like loose paper lying around. I took one afternoon, I sat down, and I sorted everything out. And those that I don't need, I put it, I put it in my recycling box. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready yeah. Na for, the, for that recycling. And it kind of, un- it really did unclutter my desk space. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Super but, helpful. But the thing, into a pile that you have to allocate an entire afternoon. I think that's, and for mm-hmm. some people, yeah. you don't have, you know, you don't have the luxury of, an afternoon yeah. to, 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 do, to do that, sometimes. So, uh, before even putting it in a pile, sort it na okay. so that you know that that pile contains only important documents, ba? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wala nang yeah. itatapon, wala nang i-recycle. Right. Okay. 
Yeah, good, good idea. Nagawa ko lang yun because of the crisis. So, actually, because of the crisis. Okay, okay, I have to deal with this pile of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Or like all these yeah. clutter <laughs> in, my, in my house. So, speaking of the crisis, of course, uh, with crisis, COVID, lockdown, um, how has... How has ano, how has your social enterprise happy helpers uh, how how are you affected by this crisis and you know has it changed any of your businesses and services if at all we were greatly affected by the whole uh, well with this crisis with the lockdown we've been closed uh, we were closed from March 16 to May 15 So, buti na lang that our business was listed as part of the businesses allowed to operate under ECQ or MECQ. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was recently amended and our business was already part of those that can operate um, during the, the part, this whole ECQ. Um, so, it, it was very hard. Uh, not just for our business, but our primary concern as soon as the lockdown happened wasn't our business, but it was more of our beneficiaries because mm. they get paid when they have a job. Why? If they're not going to have any jobs, um, then wala rin silang source of income. So that was really our primary concern at the start of the lockdown. So immediately, the first activity that we did was to ensure that we have funds for them so that we can give them weekly allowances for the entire duration of, of the quarantine. Yeah. Um, we are, we've been lucky because uh, it was easy for us to execute as they all have ATMs. So we were able to give them ATMs um, mid last year. So it's kumagay yung execution, hindi kailangan goods, which was hard at, mm. at the beginning of the, mm. the quarantine. So we were able to give them weekly uh, financial allowance so they they can at least buy some food. Because the, the government uh, assistance will really not reach them on time. No? Yeah. So even though we were on lockdown, we made sure that we were in touch with them uh, through Messenger. Because libre yung Messenger, di ba? Okay. So uh-huh. Facebook Messenger, yeah. So since most of them have Facebook Messenger, we kept tabs on each and every one of them, where they are, how they've been doing, um, how their life has been. So for nine weeks, uh, we were able to give them a weekly allowance so that they can at least have something you know, uh, on the table. Because a lot of them, their husbands don't have work as well. Because a lot of them, driver, taxi driver, na arawan mm. din yung, yung bayad at walang public transportation pa, diba? So, they, 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 they can't even work. So, that greatly helped. But for us as a business, um, so, we had to settle that. We had yeah. to ensure that was um, settled before we moved on to ourselves, to our, to our right. own business. Kasi mas, that for us, a bigger problem. Right. And then we turn to look at ourselves. How do we, you know, the, the key words during this lockdown is pivot, di ba? Ano pa ba? New yeah, normal, yeah. pivot, lahat, maririnig mo. Oh, yeah, every time it's new normal. normal. Yeah. So, those key words, syempre, you have to think about it. You can't just ignore it. How do we pivot? How do we adjust to the new normal? So, even during this lockdown, we've been uh, quite busy. 
kasi syempre, we need to understand what changes do we need to uh, do in our services in terms of not just the products that we offer, but how we deliver these services uh, because of social distancing, uh, safety, not just of our clients, but also, of course, of our happy helpers. So everyone's safety. Um, every week, uh, we have a team meeting, and every week, it's a new plan. Crazy. As you go, talaga, uh, anong sasabihin yeah. today, ano mangyayari bukas. Because the, what we knew March 16 is different. No, now, May 27 is very different. But one thing that we did was really start offering um, disinfection services as well, sanitation services. But um, it was easier for us to kumbaga, adjust that way because we were already offering them to begin with. We just had to mm-hmm. add a few more services that we felt that were um, significant now, like uh, fogging disinfection, steam cleaning, um, things that people need more now than three months ago, for example. Yeah. If we had those services three months ago, nobody will. Nobody will get that. But now, it's the, you know, it's the first thing that, that, that they ask when, when they call us. So we had to prepare for that. Uh, uh, we had to prepare for those things. Um, the other thing, which will segue <laughs> now, the other thing that we, we were lucky to actually have, be, uh, before the end of last year, we actually um, launched our, or started uh, to have uh, our own cleaning solutions. So we, when, we, uh, when we started it last um, November, December, we didn't, because we were much more focused on our services, we really didn't market it as much. Mm-hmm. It's the same products that we use to clean the homes. Now it's available for us to sell. No? Mm-hmm. So, I'll so, you, you. so one of the, yeah, one of the one of the things that you are this uh, this this pandemic crisis has brought about is. Uh, also products. Well, you did have your products before, but now uh, it's more mm-hmm. uh, relevant or it's, yes. it, it, it becomes more useful for people because, you know, Happy Helpers isn't there. I mean, like, as far as the lockdown, ECQ is concerned, it can be available. But now with these new products that you are, uh, that you have now, people can start using your products to clean their homes. Right. Yes, so, yes, yes. So, more about that. Um, so happy helpers can be in your home even without, even if we're not there, kumbaga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so our happy helpers cleaning solution, co- solutions comes in uh, five different variants. We have uh, an all-purpose cleaner, a bathroom cleaner, a glass cleaner, a uh, dishwashing liquid, and a liquid hand soap. Okay. So all of our all of our products are all natural. Um, they are made from fruit and vegetable enzymes. They have disinfecting uh, natural disinfecting properties. What does that mean? So yung cleaning solutions naman they don't just clean, but they also disinfect at the same time. So 
um, what we, you know, of course we had to understand, you know, how, dati kasi we took it for granted eh, na parang we're quite confident in our own cleaning because we know that our products can clean and disinfect at the same time. But further research because of the, cri the crisis that we're experiencing right now, it's important for us to ensure that the surface is clean before we even disinfect it. So hindi enough na, halimbawa, you're on your table and lalagyan mo lang siya ng alcohol, okay ka na. No? So it's, you need to ensure that your space is clean. So you need to wipe it clean before you disinfect it. But the nice thing about the products that we have is it it does it at the same time because they are all natural. Um, they have all natural ingredients. They have disinfecting properties within them that can clean and disinfect your surface. So one step process na lang siya, imbes na dalawa umbaga. Yeah. I actually, yeah. I, I, you gave me an all-purpose cleaner. Uh, yes last Christmas and I've been using it and knowing that ako, for me personally what I like about it knowing that it's all natural and it's non-toxic when you told me that um, mas kumbaga mas naging kampante ako I was like may just takot ako sa mga tox, sa toxic eh. so like when I knew that it was ano, toxic not just like toxic chemicals toxic <laughs> but 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 really, when I found out about the okay, all-purpose cleaner, it's all natural. I have been using that uh, all-purpose cleaner in my countertops, like in my kitchen, like very mm -hmm. deliberately and generously because I'm not scared that I'll yes. be, you know, poisoned. Like if I say yes. I, I prepare, yes. I prep my, I prep my. Uh, because it's my food for for dinner, ganyan. Like I'm, I'm so not scared of having it contaminated with something toxic. So like when I clean it up before and after I use the kitchen, like okay lang, sige, just spray it on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all that. But yeah, so that's what that's what, that's what's nice about it. And it's very important because um, even for us. In our own for our own use as happy helpers, because if you use if you continuously use chemicals uh, for your cleaning solutions for your cleaning materials, it's harmful for the cleaner themselves. Mm. Uh, there's a study that it's even more harmful than cigarette smoke, basically. Okay. Parang ganon yung effect niya sa may effect sa lungs uh -huh. and health nung naglilinis. So even for us when we you know, when we started this business, it was very important for us that our cleaners are safe as well. Safe, and even, oh, and even the safety of our own cleaners are, are, are very important. And also the safety and health of our clients. Because, mm -hmm. a lot of them are asking, are your cleaning solutions safe for pets? Yeah. Safe for children? Because mm -hmm. yeah. we're talking about moms uh, taking care of their homes, right? So a lot of them have crawling kids on the floor. So you don't yeah. want to mop something on the floor that will yeah. possibly harm the baby or they have dogs or cats that sometimes lick the floor or lick yeah, the table. Yeah. You know, you know, you don't want to expose them to something that are all chemical based. At hindi lang yun, syempre, for us, takot din kami to use chemicals kasi paano kung, you know, it might stain or it might uh, ruin the surface of uh, whatever material that 
that, that we're cleaning, the ba? So, we, it had to be something that was safe. So, now we're yeah. offering it to, uh, it's not just for us, it's for you to take home as well. Okay. Yeah, speaking of, um, Happy Helpers is part of, is one of the brands that are part of our initiative at the Spark Project called Spark Bayanihan. So we started Spark Bayanihan as a way for us to respond to COVID and helping our network of social enterprises, creative enterprises, survive and recover during uh, this time. And Happy Helpers is one of the brands that is part of this um, initiative, Spark Bayanihan Initiative. And um, yeah, actually, for, for Maan, um, I'd like to ask, like, can you tell us more about the campaign? Uh, the I know that in your campaign, you are uh, offering or you are launching also your cleaning products in, in yes. that crowdfunding campaign. Um, but more than that, can you tell me, uh, can you share with us the spirit, you know, the spirit behind that crowdfunding campaign? So other than launching our products, the main one of the main um, beneficiaries of this project is really for us to have uh, to build an emergency fund for our happy helpers. You know, it's I think one thing that the crisis has has taught us is that we have to be prepared. We know they don't have savings. We know that they mm. will need help at some point. And as a company, as a social enterprise, we need to be prepared for any, you know, with this crisis that has taught us, we need to be prepared for something as extreme as this. So hopefully in the future, we won't have any more as big of a crisis mm. as this. But each of the families of our happy helpers can have a big um, crisis or emergency. And that's something that we want to build with the proceeds of the funds of this project is to really build an emergency fund for our own happy helpers. If one of their families gets sick, if, uh, you know, if one of them gets into deep trouble, something that uh, a fund that can help them or ease their burden uh, when it happens to them. Um, and also as a company, we, you know, it, it will be hard for us to start again. It will be mm -hmm. a slow start. It's, we're never going to back, we're, we're never going back to normal, you know, anytime mm -hmm. soon. Um, so we know that the demand for our service is there, but uh, in terms of pace of business, it, we know we are expecting it to be, to be slower. So we'd like to ensure that we have enough funds as well to sustain our our own business no parang it's not as a social enterprise it's not a matter of ano eh, parang hindi ko na kaya let's close the business yeah, yeah. it's if it, you're not you're now talking about we're responsible for 60 families so mm -hmm. how do we do that we can't just say ayoko na kasi wala na tayong pera or tama na itigil na mm -hmm. natin to so we have mm -hmm. to find ways to 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 really move to really move um, from the crisis that we've, we've been experiencing. So this crowdfunding will definitely help our business as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, it's it's really a reality for a lot of small, micro and small businesses, local businesses here in the Philippines. You know, not just small businesses, but even, actually, even more so. Individuals. Social enterprises, individuals. And... Um, 
it's shedding some light into that no na um small businesses also are affected greatly during this crisis and i think also moving forward um social enterprises i think is something that um is very relevant today or like yes. you know as we move forward like in this new normal alam mo ko gas gas na yung word din pero like in this new normal i think for me there should i hope there will be more of an emergence of social businesses social enterprises after this because a lot of realities and a lot of like yeah realities have been also parang unearthed a lot yes. of messy things have been unearthed yes. because yes. of this crisis and there are a lot of things that can be solved or like that needs solving that needs cleaning that needs help um the vulnerable yes. sectors of our society um can really use a helping hand from entrepreneurs like you know us like you and me so um what do you think about this movement or what do you think about um social enterprises playing a more crucial role as we move forward in the next you know in the next months and you know after covid i I would like to be. I think that's that's the first sentence mm-hmm. that I would. I would like to be optimistic and say that yes, there should be or there would be an emergence of new social entrepreneurs um, that will come about uh, following this crisis because um, we can see and we understand and we know that a lot of people have lost their jobs, a lot of people have lost employment or even lost their own businesses. Um, and I think the Bayanihan spirit, like, you know, what mm-hmm. you, the spark Bayanihan, yeah. I think the Bayanihan spirit has been um, high this crisis mm-hmm. season. So I, 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 I would like to be optimistic and say that it will continue on, not just in donations or giving, but also in the way you're running your enterprise. Yeah, no? It's not because you know... Yeah, it will translate into how people do business because you understand and know now that it's not just about you anymore. No, when you go out, it's not just about you. You wearing a mask is because you want to protect others. So for me, I hope it really translates to every aspect of a person's life. Now I'm doing this because I want to help others. We know that thousands of of OFWs are coming back. To the Philippines in the next few weeks, in the next few months. So we also know that there will be a lot of people looking for jobs. So yun nga, sana, sana uh, dumami pa, ma, um, ma-inspire at mabuong social enterprises at social entrepreneurs because that's what our country needs right now. Okay. For our last question, For for anyone who for for those that are watching watching right now or who will be watching this recording, what would be your advice for any aspiring social entrepreneur? Uh, what would be your advice to them as they contemplate or consider starting a social business? Okay, I think um, two things. No, first is it has to be. A viable enterprise. I think, um, like what our professor has always said, us it is an enter. The noun is enterprise. Social is the adjective. So 
first, it has to be a viable business. It has to be something that that will make money. No, yeah. When you try to think about an opportunity or a business that you want to venture on, first is that it has to be a viable business, something that you're passionate about and something that you can relate to. Then it becomes easier for you to make it social. Meaning, mm-hmm. if you're passionate about it, if you can relate to it, then when when the going gets tough, especially as a social enterprise, when it becomes really, really hard, then because you're passionate about the business and about the people you're helping, it becomes easier in that aspect. No? So uh, I will borrow the advice of our professor for you know <laughs> to advise mm-hmm. others. So one is the enterprise is the noun, social is an adjective. Yeah, adjective. So ensure that it's a sustainable business. Treat it as a business so that it will become uh, sustainable and uh, mas long-term siya. Hindi siya dapat charity lang. Yeah. Agree. Totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> and that, um, yeah, that ends our, that's all the time we have. Ang bilis. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Maan, for for being part of Spark Conversations this afternoon. And uh, I hope everybody who are watching this uh, found our conversation this afternoon insightful and meaningful. So, with that, I'd like to thank you for your time and thank you, thank you. Uh, to everyone. And uh, thank you for spending the hour with us. And see you in our next Spark Conversations. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.